Gratitude is one of those words that gets thrown around with not a lot of context behind it. So when I say that practicing gratitude will help to save you money, you're probably going to be extremely skeptical. Or you might be thinking, yeah, I make a list of what I'm grateful for, but I'm not seeing any difference in my bank account. That's why I'm excited to dive into today's episode because I am going to share the research and the brain science of why and how this works, plus how to reverse that cycle and use gratitude as your new superpower to start moving your health and your savings account in the right direction. Get ready to experience gratitude for every aspect of your life when you have autoimmune disease or cancer and in a way that you never thought possible. It's time to say no to that list of three things and yes to gratitude on your own terms. This is the Grateful Warrior Podcast and I'm your host, Holly Bertone. You deserve love, happiness, and laughter. So let's get started. Hey there, sunshine, and thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Grateful Warrior Podcast. I'm your host, Holly Bertone. I'm a certified natural health coach who specializes in gratitude and mindset. And my superhero power is turning grumpy warriors into grateful warriors. And we do it by flipping things upside down around here. If you want to know how much gratitude and grit that you have, be sure to head over to pinkfortitude.com slash quiz so that you can find out what your gratitude personality is. And when your results are revealed, you will also receive resources on how to get started and deepen your gratitude practice with resources that are personalized just for you. All you have to do is go to pinkfortitude.com slash quiz and click the link in the show notes. And be sure to hit that follow button where you're listening and tap those five stars and leave a great review because it would mean so much to me to hang out with you every week and because it'll help to get this podcast and message out to more grateful warriors. So yes, you might be skeptical listening to this episode and rightfully so. I was thinking the same thing before I jumped into the research and the brain science. And that's why I'm so excited to share this episode with you. We're going to jump into the research first and then connect the dots with your health, even get into a topic that's a little controversial. And then we are going to wrap up with how you can apply this to your own life so that you can start moving your health and your savings account in the right direction. First, I want to talk about the cycle of disease, and how practicing gratitude can actually reverse this cycle. Now, I do a deep dive into this concept in the Navigating Difficult Times webinar. Now, you can register for free at pinkfortitude.com slash difficult times, or click the link in the show notes below. But in a nutshell, stress causes inflammation, which is a major contributor to disease. Having a chronic disease causes more stress in your body. This leads to poor choices. Now, I'm going to get into that in a minute. But these poor choices lead to decreased immune function, which then leads to more disease. Gratitude reverses this cycle by decreasing your stress, which leads you to make better choices, which leads to improved immune function and which leads to greater health. So again, I go into this in full detail in the Navigating Difficult Times webinar, which you can register for and it's free, but I want to unpack what this means for you and especially what this has to do with saving money. So let's start with gratitude and happiness because they go hand in hand. Most people think, oh, once I'm happy, then I can be grateful. 
The exact opposite is actually true. Once you're grateful, then you can experience true happiness. Gratitude and happiness are a product of your thoughts and your actions, and then your habits towards those thoughts. How many times have either you or someone you know say, I'll be happy when? All right, this is when then in your life. It's keeping up with the Joneses. Your next door neighbor buys a new car and, oh, if only I had that car or a nicer car, then I'm going to be happy. Or you're scrolling through Facebook, looking at vacation photos from one of your friends. If only I could go on a nice vacation, then I'm going to be happy. Here's the thing. You are you everywhere you go. If you're unhappy and you're on vacation, you're probably going to be happy while you're there because it's vacation. But the second you get back home, everything that you're unhappy about is still going to be there. Or you buy that new car. How long are you going to be really happy after that new car is sitting in the driveway? And now on top of still being unhappy, you have a car payment that's stressing you out even more. Right? Hopefully some of this is resonating with you. So let's jump into the science. And if you're the 50% of the population whose eyes just glazed over when I said the word science, I want you to listen closely to what I'm about to say. All of the information that I share on this podcast and with my coaching clients and in the Gratitude Lab is all science-backed. And it's important for you to listen to and understand the science because it's also going to help your brain to start stacking the cards in your favor to start looking for ways to prove this to you. And I'm also going to share what this actually means for you in real life. There was a University of Illinois study found that there's very little difference in happiness between people who earn more than $10 million a year and the average person. It's easy to say, if I had $10 million a year, I would be happy, but science proves it otherwise. Back in the day, and this was a million years ago, I had a friend who went on a UN mission to a war-torn and poverty-stricken country. He sent me photos of people singing. And you could tell they were genuinely joyful. It wasn't just that they were living in poverty. Their country was at war. If anyone on the planet had any excuse to be unhappy, it's these people. They had every excuse. But yet, There they were, singing, joyfully, happy. This goes back to what I said about when then in your life. When you make a million dollars a year, are you really going to be happier? The science says no, because that happiness comes from within. Think about all the people who win the lottery and a couple years later have no money left. It's not about the money. It's about the happiness. And that chase of the material item, it's just that. It's a chase. What happens when you catch it? You get a quick dopamine hit and then the thing typically doesn't matter as much or even at all. How many people do you know buy things on sale just because they're on sale? That's a dopamine hit. And unhappiness fuels pessimism. Pessimism lives in a place alongside of helplessness. So when you believe that bad things always happen to you, guess what? Bad things always happen to you. Your brain is constantly scanning the environment to prove your beliefs true to you. 
And when you are grateful, you appreciate what you have. It's important to be thankful for what you do have in your life, both the big things and the small things. When you're grateful, you don't have to look for the next thing to make you happy. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Hey, it's Holly here. And if you've been feeling burned out, stressed out, and weighed down, and if the thought of another diet or workout plan is creating even more stress, I'd like to offer you a different solution. You see, we think that getting healthy means going on some crazy diet or restricted protocol or even spending hours in the gym. And I'm here to tell you, it's not about losing weight. It's about losing the weight of the world on your shoulders. So rather than having you try to figure this out for yourself, I've put together a five-episode private podcast training series to help you get started with your very own comeback experience. The private podcast training series, it's totally free, and I'm doing something that I have never done before. In episode five, you're going to walk away with an assessment to determine your health as it relates to energy levels, sleep, metabolic health, and weight. And when you submit your assessment, you can schedule a free coaching session with me to personally review your results, and I will help you to develop your game plan going forward. Totally free, no strings attached. And I'm not sure how long I'm going to offer this complimentary and personalized coaching for you. So go to podcastholly.com. That's podcastholly.com to download this series. It's totally free. And then make sure you submit your assessment for your complimentary and personalized health review and game plan. I'll see you over at podcastholly.com. The American Psychological Association published a study out of Cornell University. Researchers studied 1,200 participants and they found that the group who actually had an actual experience of something reported greater happiness than the group who purchased something. So this would be the experience like taking your kids out to do something versus buying your kids something. Think of it that way. But an interesting PS on this study was that they found that the group who was happier was also found to be more altruistic. There was a study at Baylor University. They found that people whose focus was owning and acquiring things were less happy. And those who were less materialistic were also more grateful and happier and more satisfied. There was a study conducted out of Harvard Business School found that participants who were more grateful made fewer impulse purchases. Yeah, impulse purchases. I've got you there. And financial patience, the ability to wait something out. There was a study published in Psychological Science that found that the more grateful someone was, the more they had financial patience. They didn't need an instant reward. They were willing to wait it out. Numerous studies also show that people who are grateful are more comfortable in their own skin. This also leads to greater happiness and greater self-love. Grateful people are more likable. More likable people are typically more pleasant to be around. Studies show that grateful people are also more focused and more productive. So if you take a combination of all of these traits, that may mean the difference between a promotion or a pay raise over someone who isn't as grateful. And numerous studies also show the benefits of gratitude, that it helps helps you to sleep better. How often 
Do we make poor decisions when we're tired and exhausted? And here's another thing to consider. When you buy more stuff and you have more clutter in your home, it causes more stress. When you buy things that you shouldn't or when you can't pay off your credit card every month, it causes more stress. Do you remember that TV show Hoarders? And fun fact, I got to meet Matt Paxton in person and actually spend an entire day with him. He is just as super cool and super genuine in person as his TV personality. Like he is seriously one awesome dude. But anyway, the people on that show, they keep buying stuff and hoarding stuff as a coping mechanism. Sometimes it's a wall that they build around them so that they can feel safe. But a lot of times they just expect these items to make them happy. Their homes are floor to ceiling stuff and they still aren't happy. I mean, it's called retail therapy for a reason, right? So I know, I get it. You might be thinking, okay, Holly, that's great and all. I get the whole gratitude thing might help me to save money. There's a lot of science. What you said makes sense. But what can I actually do? And it boils down to this. When you're in a state of not being happy or not being grateful, it's easy to want to buy things to fill that void, to give you that immediate dopamine hit of buying something. And then you end up buying things you don't need or spending more money than you should. But when you are grateful for what you do have, you aren't even thinking about spending money or buying things. You live in that place of feeling whole and complete and abundant. And that translates to more dollars in your bank account. All right, so let's jump into some more advanced concepts and a little controversy, and then I will end with your game plan. So let's look at cognitive load and why this is important. In its most simplistic sense, cognitive load is the total amount of effort that is used in your working memory. And when your brain has too much information coming into process, it becomes overloaded and confused. Now, this theory was developed in the 1980s by psychologist John Sweller. I'm going to address more about cognitive load as it relates to chronic health conditions in a later episode. So be sure to hit that follow button where you're listening to this podcast so that you can know when a new episode drops. But for purposes of today, I want to address how cognitive load relates to gratitude and saving money. So think of cognitive load like Thanksgiving dinner. There is an entire table full of delicious food and you fill your plate to overflowing. You've got turkey and stuffing and mashed potatoes and sweet potatoes and gravy and cranberry sauce and macaroni and cheese and green beans and Brussels sprouts. And then, of course, dessert. You can't just have one piece of pumpkin pie because there's also apple pie and pecan pie plus ice cream or whipped cream on top. So now what happens? You feel stuck. You feel completely bloated. Like you can't even move. You can't even think straight. All you want to do is go take a nap. This is how our brain works when it's overloaded. Remember how I always say that our brain's number one job is to protect us, right? Good, bad, or otherwise, that's its job. It's almost like our brain just shuts down when it's overloaded. Or you can think of it like your brain just gets really lazy and doesn't want to do any more work. And when our brain is in that overloaded state, 
You might be reading a book or listening to a podcast or an online speaker, and you completely lose track of where you are. You walk into a room and you completely forget why you're there. You forget someone's name within 30 seconds of meeting them. And you find that it's easier just to fall back into your comfort zone of your old habits and your old routines. You feel so overwhelmed that you just completely tune out and ignore what anyone is saying to you. This is the point where your brain is completely overwhelmed and just shuts down. Does any of this sound familiar? Again, hit that follow button where you're listening to this podcast because I do have an episode coming out soon that is going to be a deep dive into how this relates to chronic disease and health conditions. And I know you're going to want to listen to it as soon as the episode drops. And if you can answer yes to any of those five things that I just mentioned, there is a good chance that your brain is experiencing cognitive overload. And when you're overloaded or stressed or anxious or even angry, this just means your brain just wants to shut down. It doesn't want to help you to think, to make good decisions. So poor decisions are your default. It's just your brain doing its job. And the primary poor decisions are things like food and nutrition. So let me ask you this. When you're stressed out or feeling tired or overwhelmed or anxious or angry, do you reach for an apple or do you head to the couch, turn on Netflix and your new best friend is a bag of chips or a pint of ice cream or pizza or pasta or even a candy bar? All right. I was actually going to wrap up and end the episode here, but then I heard a talk from Sean Stevenson and that really resonated with me. And as I was doing my research for this episode, so I did my own research and I was actually kind of having a little debate with myself if I should share this information with you because it is a sensitive topic and it's even a little controversial. But I feel so strongly about this and the connection to gratitude and the connection to money and the connection to your health. It is so strong. And even though it is a sensitive topic, I want you to have the best information at your fingertips so that you can make the best decisions when it comes to your health. So here we go. The United States is one of the wealthiest countries in the world. We're also the sickest society. We have one of the greatest percentages of obesity in our country. Two thirds, two thirds of our population is either obese or overweight. And being overweight or obese leads to additional disease. And there's a correlation between obesity and poverty. Now, among others, you can look at the study from Daniel Ludwig from Harvard, as cited in the American Journal of Clinical Nutrition, or the Levine study published in the American Diabetes Association Diabetes Journal. Now, it's important to note, the research does not show causation, meaning it does not prove or disprove that obesity causes poverty or poverty causes obesity. It looks at the data from a perspective 
of there is a strong correlation between the two. And here's the thing. And again, I know this can be controversial. I know that here in America, we have a broken system when it comes to quality, nutritious food. But you have to look at this from both a top-down and a bottom-up approach. You can't just look at a broken system and ignore personal responsibility. And you can't look at personal responsibility and ignore the lack of access to or even the prices of quality, nutritious food. So if you're thinking that, I get it. This is not the time or place to jump into the politics of it all. I'm just simply stating there are numerous studies that look at the correlation between the two. And I'm here today to talk about gratitude, good choices, a healthier body, and saving money. Obesity is a complex problem set. I get it. But can we at least agree that one piece of the obesity problem does fall back to personal responsibility? Back to making a poor choice or a good choice with the food that you purchase and the food that you put in your mouth. Do you remember how I talked about reversing that cycle of disease at the beginning of the episode and reversing it and turning it into a cycle of good health instead? Gratitude helps to reduce your stress state and lower your stress hormones by 23%. Gratitude helps to reduce inflammation in your body. And when you add those two up, gratitude helps to clear up that cognitive load in your brain. Gratitude has now given your brain the space to make good decisions. Things like exercising 33% more a week. Things like choosing food that will fuel your body for better health. Which leads to gratitude helping to lower your risk of diabetes by 10%. And these choices lead to greater happiness, improved self-esteem, making the smartest decisions you will ever make when it comes to spending money and saving money. I know that was a lot to unpack in this episode. We covered the science of gratitude and saving money. And when your brain is overloaded, you make poor choices and how gratitude will help you to make better choices, especially when it comes to nutrition. So let's finish up with your game plan. How can you use the power of gratitude? to keep more money in your bank account. Number one, really understand the science that I just talked about and especially how your brain is in charge of helping you to make either poor choices or good choices. Number two, acknowledge where you're at. Personal responsibility is one of the toughest pills to swallow. I get it. But this is your life. Good, bad, or otherwise, you are the one making the decisions. Number three, activate a genuine inside-out approach to gratitude so that you can reduce your stress and reduce inflammation and reduce the cognitive load and start to make better choices. Number four, look at the environment around you. How can you stack the cards In your favor, just start making these good choices. Start with one aspect of your life, whatever that is, whether it's nutrition or movement or mindset or sleep. Make decisions that will move you forward in life and start winning. That is the ethos of a grateful warrior. And when you do these things, you will start to see less money being needlessly spent and more money in your bank account. 
And the things that you do spend money on will be much more aligned with your goals, your priorities, and your good health. So hit me up. Say hello. Let me know which aspect of your life that you're going to start with. And then share this podcast with your loved one or your bestie. And compare notes on the good decisions that you are going to start making together. And hold yourselves accountable to each other. I encourage you to follow this podcast so that you can learn more about how to become a grateful warrior. I'm here to be your gratitude coach and your mentor, and I'm super excited to be on this journey with you. If you really felt this episode, if you're feeling that tug to start making some changes in your life, then hit me up and let's chat. And be sure to find out what your gratitude personality is and get customized results to get started. All you have to do is go to pinkfortitude.com slash quiz or click the links in the show notes below. And then finally hit that follow button where you're listening and tap those five stars and leave a great review because it would mean so much to me. So thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Grateful Warrior podcast. It has been awesome sauce to hang out with you and I'll see you next week. Hey, it's Holly here, and if you've been feeling burned out, stressed out, and weighed down, and if the thought of another diet or workout plan is creating even more stress, I'd like to offer you a different solution. You see, we think that getting healthy means going on some crazy diet or restrictive protocol or even spending hours in the gym, and I'm here to tell you, it's not about losing weight. It's about losing the weight of the world on your shoulders. So rather than having you try to figure this out for yourself, I've put together a five-episode private podcast training series to help you get started with your very own comeback experience. The private podcast training series, it's totally free, and I'm doing something that I have never done before. In episode five, you're going to walk away with an assessment to determine your health as it relates to energy levels, sleep, metabolic health, and weight. And when you submit your assessment, you can schedule a free coaching session with me to personally review your results and I will help you to develop your game plan going forward. Totally free, no strings attached. And I'm not sure how long I'm going to offer this complimentary and personalized coaching for you. So go to podcastholly.com. That's podcastholly.com to download this series. It's totally free. And then make sure you submit your assessment for your complimentary and personalized health review and game plan. I'll see you over at podcastholly.com.